Hi everyone, I'm Deja. I'm Liv, and you're listening to another episode of The Rebound Pod. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come Fighting a boost, you know? Like I was in the stew. I, I like that. You was getting into it. Sometimes I do, and sometimes I'm just a bit lost for inspiration. But okay. today was one of the days we just went. And she did, she really did, like, you know, the. It's like Joe Craig Joe David, you know, when Craig David. Monday. Took a fire drink on Tuesday. I wish I could show you guys. I wish. No, sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to, man. Hi, darling. How are you? Hiya. I'm a bit hot today. It's a bit what? I mean, you are wearing a jumper. Because I just thought. That it wasn't... It's not going to be warm anymore. I just all of it. you lot who wish for rain, yeah? Fire, burn that rascal. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Burn that rascal. <laughs> Have you seen that video? No. So it's a guy in um, the New Zealand, like, parliament. Bye. And he's, like, a rasta, and he's got, like... He's white, yeah. but he's got, like, his hair wrapped up. He's got one Star of David chain. Okay. And then he's talking about something. I think it might be the queen. And he's like, fire, burn that rascal. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> That is excellent. Please find it. Oh my gosh, yeah, I'll that send it to you. <laughs> You're a bit hot then. Yeah, like I'm just, oh, just this year the temperature's been hitting me. Deep yeah, through. do you know what? I literally think like the earth is so confused. Like our yeah. temperatures this year have she's actually sad. been <laughs> she's like, Well, if you're gonna treat me badly, then, then this is what we're gonna have to do. Because like, I was even thinking, don't you think it's mad that literally all the things that we throw away just end up in the earth? Like they literally just get, dig a hole and put all the rubbish in there. That is sad. That's crazy. I was thinking about it this morning as I started using my new bamboo toothbrush. Tell them about it, please. I was so excited <laughs> to use my bamboo toothbrush. So basically, I used it like once a few years ago. Like, okay, it wasn't once like someone else's toothbrush. Someone got me a toothbrush <laughs> and it was a bamboo toothbrush. Um, and it was really good. Like, I didn't know the difference. Uh-huh. And then I was just thinking, I need a new toothbrush. So why not make it a bamboo? Yeah. But I wanted to get it from a black owned shop. So that took me a while to like get to one. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I mean, day one. Is it hashtag vegan, vegan, not vegan? Yeah, vegan. Hashtag vegan, hashtag cruelty free. Yep. cruelty free. All of that. Um, yeah, hashtag good for your teeth. Good for your teeth. Good I for your teeth. Fair enough. Ding ding. <laughs> Literally. Um, do you use um, hashtag vegan, hashtag cruelty free toothpaste. Right. Okay, I'm, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm not there yet. Because some of them have a bit of a weird taste, like aniseed. Oh. It's okay, just a okay. bit like. Wait, toothpaste, toothpaste isn't vegan. No, I think toothpaste probably is vegan. Okay. Um, but it's not like I mean, I it's not like a natural toothpaste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Please tell us someone. Anyway, <laughs> um <laughs> How are you, darling? I'm okay. I'm feeling a little bit warm as well, actually, but I'm wearing a t shirt so I can just flap my arms around and okay. there should be a bit of air in there. But maybe you should just shouldn't dance on this episode because I know sometimes you like to integrate I feel your different like that's no a personal attack. I no, no, no. I was just about to big you up on all of your different talents. I was going to say, you. I know that you like to combine your podding with your dancing, your poetry skills, your songwriting, produce, produ- production, <laughs> mm. production. Thank but you. maybe today... And rap- oh, oh. Was you saving rapping? That's the last one. And rapping skills. Thank you. But maybe today do less dancing, then you'll be less hot. Okay, I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Can we get an update on um, how you think about WAP? On this wet ass beep. Um, wet, wet, wet. Have wet. you seen the, like, they've got, like, a new clean version now. Instead yeah. of saying wet, wet and gushy, it's wet, just wet, wet, wet. wet. <laughs> On this wet, wet, wet. Um, I like it now, guys. Yeah. Everything, no. Everyone clap. 
Um, I don't take everything I said back, per se. Okay. But I listen to, I follow DJ's advice, so always listen to your best friend, always listen to DJ. Oh, and their song, period. Period. Um, and I listened to it again, and I was like, oh, the video is kind of cool, mm. actually. And then I was like, and then, because people were against it, like, oh, why are you guys talking about their vaginas? Oh my God, they're so disgusting. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, no, I fucking love this one. Yeah. Out of Politically. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's a political decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was like, and now, um, I just like, I listened to it again a few times, like you said. Mm. And then when I heard Meg's verse, like, God, me smile. I was going to start, but I'll get hot because I'll go first. Mad. Um, so then I just thought like, actually, this song's sick. Yeah. And so now we love it. And I'm going to the D. I'm going to spell my name. Hey. Uh. Yeah, no, um, she's sick. And we just love it, it now. in the car. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you love it now. Okay. I feel like it's a piece of... Okay, so a lot of people are saying that like, it doesn't... Things don't have to always be revolutionary. They don't have to be like True cultural that. shifts. But I feel like in the world that we're living in now, where women are policed so heavily, mm-hmm. I feel like a, wom- a song where women are literally talking about the wetness of their vagina... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that like is a political statement. And the thing is, Russell Brand and his big chest <laughs> decided to come on the internet and like record Again, a video. Beyonce's, Beyonce's good, good internet talking about, oh, is it right for the oppressed group to do the same acts as the oppressor? Because then it's not liberation. It's the, And I'm like, literally, this has nothing to do with you. And yeah. there's like this video that's been going around. I think... Um, when was it used first? I can't remember, but uh-huh. it was like some white person um, just talking about stuff they shouldn't have been talking about uh-huh. in terms of race and stuff. And it's this diagram that in the middle, it says black people's business. Uh-huh. Then it has a circle <laughs> around it that says like, um, pay reparations, <laughs> donate to petitions or whatever. And then what the person in the video says, like right now you're right here in black people's business. Where you need to be is either paying reparations, right. signing a petition. And I was like, Russell Brown, that's where you need to be. Like, because a, a, a song where two black women have decided to fuck shit up in the studio Basically. and just talk the things like it's really nothing to do with you Literally because nothing. you're neither black or a woman so neither intersections so neither and he was talking about you know male hip-hop um tropes yeah tropes like is it right I that w- women do i was like shut up literally no one asked for this literally and no, no one asked, asked you, you. Like, no one asked you but i mean thanks for feeling like our culture is going to make you relevant again because like, i guess he's got the attention that he wanted right, time. do you know what i mean he's been i mean his chest is still he always wears like really deep v-neck tops i am screaming he does like where do you even get them from because i know new look he used to sell really deep, deep v-necks but deep it's not even a v-neck it's a v-plunge <laughs> isn't it oh my gosh where where they do that at like if you're a cleavage <laughs> it would look lit do you know what i mean yeah. Probably, yeah yeah but then instead of just hairy pet yeah and that's not yuck yeah no all right but i'm glad you love it now because um it's 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 a culture everyone if you don't like it um forget about like the artistry just think about the message Mm -hmm. um and then if you still don't like the message ask yourself why ask yourself do i hate women do you know what i mean ask yourself do i think women should be sexually liberated and if the answer is no Fire burn that rascal. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Um, all right, we're gonna do a little quiz or like a little a little question thing. Best friend tag. It's gonna be slightly different to the best friend tag. I actually it changed it fair. behind Olivia's back. Oh, that's absolutely fine. Sometimes I say we're gonna do things and I don't update her, and then she gets surprised. So we'll <laughs> we'll see how this one goes. <laughs> it's gonna be complete mystery. You know them um like the harp sounds like do do do. Oh, that's what um. I don't have the editing skills to put that in, right. so just imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so this is a would you rather quiz. Okay. 
And it's questions that are impossible for black girls to answer. Oh my day. Yeah, so we'll see how You're you get on with this. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, I wish I could say I wrote it. I didn't, but I'm right. just good at finding them. Okay. So would you rather never be allowed to wear a headscarf to bed? Oh my gosh. Or never be allowed to use coconut oil ever again? <laughs> Crazy. This quiz is offensive. I know. It's oh. anti-black, isn't it? I have, to, I have to wear a headscarf. Come on now. Yeah, we have to. Do you know there's some people who don't wear headscarves? That's disrespectful. To Loyal himself. doesn't wear headscarves. Damn. Yeah, damn son. What? Yeah. That's upsetting me and my homegirls. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you actually lay your head down to sleep on the cotton pillowcase and your head's like. In my whole life, maybe there's, I don't know, 13 days that I've not worn a headscarf. Wow, I love in, that you can the, quantify that in so the quickly. 25 years that I've had head on my headpiece. Yeah, head on your headpiece. I mean. <laughs> She go head head she my headpiece. No but um yeah, it's a must. So what are you saying? So you're not using coconut oil? I there are so many different oils there though. Are different oils. So I, I think like you can find oils that have similar properties to coconut that's, oil. That's what I was thinking. So I think that's fine. So you yeah. would rather never be able to use coconut oil. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um wow, actually most people said they'd rather not wear a headscarf to bed. They're sad because that means <laughs> you don't know that there are other oils They're out there. Sad. That's cause it, I mean, if you can't use argan oil, then what the hell can you use? Like, all right. Would you rather wear a foundation that isn't your skin tone, or have, or never have your leave out match your weave? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, think back to Olivia who used to wear leave out. Oh, my gosh. oh, do you remember that picture you sent me? There was this one time, yeah. <laughs> Olivia was doing her hair. So when we were at uni and um, <laughs> you were straightening your hair and then you had the leave out and you like put it in a little bun and then you sent me a picture and put a little sunshine in it. <laughs> it was so that was, your, that was your phone like display yeah. for me. For Until you sent me a weirder one and now it's that. <laughs> but yeah, would you rather wear a foundation that isn't your skin tone? Or oh. never have your leave out match your weave because that's sad. The leave out's got a match. Come on now. So what about the foundation then? You can look like a ghost. I mean, is it lighter or darker? For no, you? no, no. Okay. <laughs> but either way, uh, the foundation doesn't match them. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Most I mean, people said fine, that as well. But, it's but better than the leave out not yeah. matching. The leave out not match. <laughs> yeah, that could be a bit. That's crazy. not it. Sorry, that's not it. All right. Would you rather always have chapped lips with no lip balm? <gasps> Or always have dry hands with no cream. Dry hands and cream. Well, okay, that, to be fair, I was going to say, why well, you said that really quickly? But when I think about it, like your lips, because that's painful as well. It's painful, but I see, I'm shallow because I wasn't even thinking about the pain. Oh. I was like dry lips 24 7. You only look at someone's lips, to be fair, I haven't seen dry lips in so long. Yeah, because so that's sad. Everyone's doing so and Maybe because well. we're in summer and the heat is just I keeping everyone moisturized. So, but not like, Dry lips. Yeah, that's actually... And the lips here that... Look, let me even show you the chap... Oh, stop. Yeah, chap nation. No. That's, that's, <laughs> that's not cute at all. Not chap nation. Chap nation. All right, so we're going to go with the dry hands. Yeah, because you can always... I mean, it's ghetto, but you can always lick the dry bit. Oh, my Have you ever God. done that before? <laughs> You've definitely done that when you were young. Don't even front. I was going to say, yeah, not over the age of six but and Obviously a half. not. Okay, maybe I did it <laughs> up to up to ten. <laughs> Maybe, but it's when you're like, okay, so you've rushed out the house, yeah, like you've got the cream in your bag or close by, but you're about to do something with your hands and you're like, quick, quick lick. No, the fact that you put like created a scenario, I, I just know I've done it because I've probably done it, but I can't. Uh, but the th- okay, do you know what? We're amongst friends. We're amongst friends. I've done it. Yeah. But my hands aren't dry There's now, so it's fine. Look, evidence, my hands aren't dry. And do you know what? Sometimes You didn't like, say they're not dry. Sorry, they're not. They're okay. Not. <laughs> I was like, can't I be having the people, people think I'm lying. Yes. 
I was like, just stay silent and she'll move on. <laughs> I feel like having dry hands, like, it's just, you can just blame it on stuff. I can just be like, like if you got, if That's you say, so oh true. my gosh, my hands are so dry. At it's the, the disclaimer, it's true. At every meeting with every friend. Yeah, that's then, true. And then after a while, I just think, oh, Olivia's hands are just always yeah. dry. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but I can't be like, oh, my lips are so dry and do nothing about it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. so like, true. That's so true. Do you want a lip balm? Oh. <laughs> I just can't. have dry. Made an agreement. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. All right. Would you rather always have your name mixed up with the other black girl in the office? Oh. Or have to let people touch your natural hair every time they ask. Oh! This is a hard one, isn't it? Do you know what? This is especially hard for me because you know how I feel about my name. Yeah. <sighs> Alvina. <laughs> Olivia. <laughs> my mum said I'm lying. <laughs> Olivia. Moravia. My mum said that I'm lying and that the guy at uni said Alvia. But I said, mum, he didn't. Well, said, either way, you got it wrong, Either way, you got it wrong. But I remember thinking, you've pronounced every syllable and you still said it wrong. Yeah. Ali Villar. I was oh. like, Ali Villar. I was... Maybe he was feeling a bit like... Maybe the spirit took him. He nah, just feeling a bit creative. Nah, man. Um, so always but then they're not, they're not mispronouncing my name. They're just calling me... Calling you Khadija. <sighs> oh, Khadija. Oh. oh, remember that time you said that thing? That wasn't me. Oh, Khadija, could you... Or they're touching my hair. Yeah. They can't touch my or hair. Like, every time they ask, but you know sometimes they don't ask. So I don't sh- I'm not they sure what the conditions are. They can't touch are. my hair. The name thing that would be so annoying, but they can't touch my hair. So yes. They... So you'd rather always have your name mixed up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the that's and the most also, common one. And also, as long as you're not um, an op, like, yeah. if you're like a black guy in the office, like... Yeah, that's true. But imagine... Do you remember in, in secondary school? Yes, I remember. I know what you're saying. <laughs> can I tell the that's story? That's what I was thinking about. So I was just like, oh, I, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I can choose the name. Because <laughs> there was um like one girl... Because obviously we went to quite a mixed school. Mm-hmm. There were quite a few black girls in our class. But there was one time where you and one of the other black girls <laughs> weren't talking. <laughs> and you kept being, being called each other. Shout out, you sis. If you're Shout out, you sis. Because <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and you would you would literally have smoke coming out of yeah, your ears. Yeah, I think one time I just walked out the lesson. Yeah, you did. Was it the German teacher? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. she was a bit film. of a... And she's yeah. like, Olivia, what's the matter? And I was like, that's not my name! Yeah. No, she and didn't call you Olivia. She called you the other I A mean, name. I mean, yeah, yeah, she did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was, yeah, beyond repair, to be honest. All right. Um, would you rather never experience shrinkage mm-hmm. or always have your edges laid no matter what? This one is a bit problematic. Yeah, it is a little bit. Um, a little bit problematic. Never, say, say it again. So would you rather never experience shrinkage, so your hair always being like at its stretch length, okay. or always have your edges laid no matter what? Um, sometimes I like my edges to be free. Just a bit fluffy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so... Um, never, never experience shrinkage. shrinkage. All right, cool. That's a, that's that was quite an easy one. I feel like there is this um, expectation that black women's hair, or like, let me just stick on edges, that black women's edges always have to be laid yeah. in order for our hair to be presentable. And can I tell you what's even problematic, mm. which I thought about, but because I use it, I just think, oh, the fact that it's called edge control, yeah, edge tamer, so yeah. like control, tamer, all these sick words are used when you describe something that's wild that yeah. needs to be controlled. That's so true. Why is our hair wild and need to be controlled? Mm-hmm. And even but though because it's I use it, I can't. But I mean, you can't change the name of the product. It's what's that word? Cognitive dissonance. What does that mean? When you not asking me, and now I don't know. Yeah, you looked at me like, yeah, sure, no, I can just say it. (laughs) I don't don't know, girl. Help me. (laughs) Cognitive dissonance is when you have like two opposing ideas about something. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bitch, you smart. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, All right, uh, let's do. If that's not the meaning, don't tweet it and tell me. Yeah, let's not. Just just leave her to think that is the right one. Okay. All right, last couple. Yeah. So, would you rather have a braid drop out in public 
or have a track showing for the whole day. Oh, <laughs> oh that's, that's a bit of a sticky one, isn't it? The track, no, the track can't be showing the whole the day. The whole day, no. from when you wake up in the morning to when you get home at but, night, your track is showing. But the braid dropping out and everyone's like, Elip. nah. But then I've got a, a whole head full of braids though. That's so Just say, hard. oh, that one was a bit loose. Yeah, but they don't know what that means. They think that's you, their you've business. Just got bald in the corner of your head. That's what they think. Wait, but how many? How big are your braids that you've got a whole corner missing? Uh, okay, not corner, but because <laughs> but then it. I guess it depends. What if it's at the back? It's fine. Just the put your hair down, isn't it? Dropping out. No, I'm not concerned about what. It lo- I'm concerned about the actual drop, like the actual act of dropping. Oh, but usually it drops slowly. Did it not happen to you before? That's what I'm trying to think. Has this happened? I to feel me? like it happened to you. Um, or it's it has to, my, my braids have on it because like on a tram or something I feel like it happened somewhere public and you said like you just felt something sliding down your this your side familiar. and then it, you just realised it was a braid so you just kicked it behind you <laughs> <laughs> see there's a techers there's a way that you can that you can I get actually, around it I feel like it was on a tram or I think yeah. I don't think I was with Listen, you but I think you told me this just got loose and I just I can feel it so I just scr- yeah I think yeah. I scrunched it in my hair and put it on yeah yeah I, I mean, there. yeah, so rather that in it. Yeah. Like, if it drops out. Because not the track showing the whole day. The whole no day. The whole day. Yeah, I'm so upset. Yeah, most people said the braid one. All right, last one. <laughs> Would you rather, this one's going to be hard because you've experienced both pains. Would you rather deal with two tight braids for a month or deal with relaxer burn pain for five hours? Oh. Five oh. bumbaclaw hours. Shit. Five hours. Or... A too month. tight for a month. That's your edges. That's you not being able to smile, laugh, show any expression, frown. That's really hard. That's like... <laughs> That's really hard. You can't even sleep, bro. Oh, you know when no, the braids are so tight, you yeah. have to be levitating off the pillow. <laughs> nah, I don't miss that yeah, at no, all. No. I don't too, miss that. But the relaxer burn... I've never, I, I I've never say, experienced I that pain. I, would, I wouldn't wish that on what, what does it feel like? Is it like... It's actually like... Is it almost like a stinging I've or is it... Out. Oh no, no, she's gonna cry. She's got um, tears in her eyes. <laughs> oh my god, it, yeah, it's it's burn. It's like oh, like oh no, it actually feels like your head's on fire. Yeah, actually, oh. and do you know what's even more problematic? Like people be like, oh, like wait till it burns and then we'll wash it out. Yeah, sometimes you'll be like, I think it's been a lot, and they're like, no, 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 when it starts to burn, when it what it when you're to burn and it starts, it starts to spread. Thing. What's the other words? I don't know. When it starts when to burn. Fire starts uh. to burn. And it starts to spread. When I bring it, I mean, I don't think that's it. But I thought if we're not going to be able to finish the bar, I'm going to finish the bar. (laughs) Yeah, no, I can't imagine Um, like being in that much pain. Oh, sorry, guys. We had a bit of a rotation. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So the break. It's gonna have to be the relaxer burn, even though that's so painful. And the five hours is actually equal to the month. But when your braids are Are tight, tight, yeah. That's actually headache. You actually, yeah. As in, there was a time when I got my braids done and I got home and I said, I looked at mum and I said, mum, can do you think a paracetamol will help? No, I've been there. I've had ibuprofen when the hair's too tight. Yeah, that's sad. That's actually sad. But I think now a lot of like hairdressers are actually being considerate of how tight they do your hair because it's bad for our edges. It's bad for like your whole head of hair. It's just you just feel the tension on your head so much. Yeah, it's so uncomfortable. Do you know what I saw this week though? I saw um, this post on Instagram about how anti-blackness has really taught us that our hair is like tough and needs to be controlled and all of that. that And actually, our hair is so delicate that like it needs to be loved and oiled Mm -hmm. and wrapped in satin. Yeah, when she said that, I was like, oh my god, it's so true. True, isn't it? Yeah. And like I remember seeing it, and I was just like, our hair requires so much love. It mm-hmm. responds well to the, the the ingredients 
like come out of the earth. Like, yeah, do you know yeah, how beautiful that is? pure. Yeah, like, like an oil from a coconut. Yeah. Our hair is like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> when you try and put in some serum, it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, hunty. When you try and put in one of them John Frieda serums. I'm screaming. There are other serums available. Um, <laughs> your hair just... Yeah. No. So I just think, I mean, we're going to talk about it a little bit in this, ep- in this episode anyway, but I just think that the expectations that black women and just black people and women, if mm-hmm. we're going to go like wider, yeah, yeah. are held to is just ridiculous. 100%. Um, and I think even, I guess, where do you want to start? Do you, you want to start um, with colorism? Like, where, where do we go? Yeah. Because there's so much. Let's, let's start with colorism. Yeah. Um, there was actually... Um, so the what's kind of prompted this this discussion is there's been a lot of uh, discussions around colorism since the Black Lives Matter movement has resurfaced and people have kind of been like undermining the experiences or the voices of of, of lighter skinned people mm-hmm. um, kind of speaking about racism they've experienced. Um, more recently, there was a, a trailer that was put out for the Black Love uh, documentary mm-hmm. um, in America for series three. And, you know, it was had all of these couples talking about their experiences of black love and all of the women were light skin. Like there was maybe one woman that was maybe maybe my color or our color. Damn. Um, every other woman was light skin with a darker skin man. Right. And everyone was just like, do you see here like yeah, what yeah. the problem is? And then someone was like, these are the type of women that black men are like, oh no, but we always date black women. Like these are the women yeah, they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, and literally. that's not to say that these women aren't black. Yeah, yeah. But when we think about the experience of uh, a lighter skin woman yeah. with a darker skin woman, they are... L- different lived experiences yeah, 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 100%. but do you feel like do, do you feel like you're um hindered by the color of your skin the fact that you're not light skin um no mm. i it's weird i don't really feel like i necessarily fall into any categories yeah same. um and so sometimes i think like oh do people like sometimes i i mean you know that like i always used to joke but I was kind of half serious about wanting to be dark skin like mm. wanted to have darker skin mm-hmm. she um, would come back from Jamaica and be like I'm as dark as you like she was one of them problematic faves <laughs> <laughs> is this your queen um yeah like I've 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 wanted to be dark skin and like obviously my mum's darker than me mm-hmm. um my dad's side of family is quite light because there is that mix in there but like in terms of my mum's family they are dark skin mm. so I've what was the original question? Sorry. Like, do you feel like you've been hindered because of your skin? Um, because you're not light skin, but then you were saying that you don't feel like no, you fit in there. Mm. No, I think that probably if I was darker, maybe I would feel like I had, but I just feel like I feel in, fall into this kind of middle box of neither one. Yeah. So no. But I think there's a lot of us who don't fit into those boxes. And mm-hmm. actually, we have a, a third person in the studio. Um, would you say that me and Olivia are dark skin? Only because I'm light skin, technically. Right. I don't consider that my skin tone, I often get puffy nipples. Right. Which gives me a whole another set of problems. <laughs> oh, a whole other set of problems. Can you just tell us what those problems are? Can you just come close to the mic? This mic here. <laughs> okay, if you insist. If you insist. Um, so, because my skin's, because my skin's lighter. Mm-hmm. Let me just actually get seated. Yeah. Because my skin's like technically lighter. Mm-hmm. Like from a young age, I've always kind of been like told, oh, you're light skin, you're light skin, you're red skin, mm-hmm. you're yellow yeah. skin, mm-hmm. you're Bart Simpson, you're this, that. Wow, Bart, Bart Simpson. Simpson. Yeah. Obviously, banter in it from Black Meat. Yeah. 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 Um, Which also we're going to go into. Yeah. yeah. And then going into the working world, because my name is what my name is, mm-hmm. and it's like not it's a stereotypical. It's a white man's name. Yeah, essentially. It's mm-hmm. not a stereotypical black name. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And because when I'm in certain spaces, I realise I can't talk how I'm talking to you or whatever. Right. I have to speak with a certain voice. Otherwise, yeah. ghetto. Mm. And I ain't got time for all of that. Yeah, yeah. questions. Mm. So when I'm well-spoken, light-skinned, yeah. with my name, yeah, mm. yeah. people start assuming yeah. I'm mixed race, innit? Right. And do you feel like you... I don't know, like fight against that, or do you feel like you have to do things to show your blackness because people doubt it? Or I think, do you know what? If I'm honest with you, I feel like I have to hide the blackness. Okay. Because if I bring the blackness out, oh right, okay, sorry, it's not Corona. (laughs) (laughs) If I, if I, let me put these on. If I, if I, um, I feel like if I show too much of the blackness, Mm -hmm. that could then bounce back on me. Right. And it could take me out of certain conversations. It could limit opportunities. It mm. could stop me from meeting certain people. It could, okay. I feel like that would then turn into a hindrance. Right. Right. Okay. And that's me speaking from someone who can often be perceived as mixed race. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. for someone a lot darker than me, mm. I don't even know what that's like for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that that's the thing. I think for me, I don't feel like my experiences have been hindered by my skin color. Mm-hmm. I feel like as a black woman, I am perceived a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know if it's about my skin color or about the way that I present myself. Mm-hmm. So if I'm more loud that day, people might see me as more threatening. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. I'm more quiet, they might just see me as the good black and yeah, like yeah. leave me alone. Yeah. But I think when it when it comes to like the whole light skin, dark skin debate, mm-hmm. I feel like I agree with you, Liv, that yeah, I yeah. we kind of sit in the middle. Yeah. Like we don't really we I've never been I've never been told like I'm too dark or I'm too yeah, this. Yeah which I'm very, very grateful yeah, for. Yeah. So I can only imagine how that can wreak havoc on your self-confidence yeah. if you are told, especially as a young black girl, mm-hmm. like, oh, stay out the sun, you're, otherwise you're going to get darker. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine, even I, fr- coming from your mum or yeah, something? Yeah, and that's what often it is like, it starts within the family mm. that there can be like colorist issues, especially yeah. when maybe like predominantly the family is like one complexion or mm. like near enough. And then maybe you're the lighter one or the darker one. Mm. Even if it's only by a few shades, it can sometimes see, be so apparent mm. that that's then like, oh, you're the light-skinned one in the family or you're the dark-skinned yeah. one in the family. Um, and then it's whatever the family carries those connotations mm. that then stays with the person and then obviously becomes like their privilege or becomes like a hindrance to them. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's quite, it's quite complex. But I think when it comes to... Um especially within like black families mm-hmm. like you said it, it is almost like you have to be at those extremes yeah so it's either you have to be like, lighter than everyone else or yeah, darker yeah. than everyone else and then people will comment but i feel like sometimes if you're just in the middle yeah, yeah. people won't really say anything so yeah. you don't really experience that it's only when you like you might be in school you might be in like mm-hmm. social groups that you actually see the impact that your yeah. skin color could have a hundred percent um yeah, because I was even watching this video. Um, I can't remember. It was a clip from one of those like reality shows. Mm-hmm. I think it's a couple of years old. And there was this little girl and she was talking to her mum about feeling um, undesirable to the guys that are her age mm-hmm. um, because of her um, her size. But then also her skin colour came up. Yeah. And she was like, mum, the boys don't like me. Like They don't mm-hmm. like chubby girls. She is honestly one of the cutest. Oh. Like She's probably about... 12, 13. Um, so obviously just starting to speak to guys and, yeah, you know, yeah. like seeing male attention. And she was like, but mum, like, because her mum was like, oh, but you're beautiful. And she's like, well, you're going to say that you're my mum, yeah, which yeah. is... That's what I always just say to my mum. Yeah, so. yeah. No, it's true because obviously our mums, our mums think we're gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. But then she was... I mean, we are. They are right. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. But they're going to say that because yeah. they're our mums. And she was like, but mum, you're not going to understand because like, you're light skin. So even yeah. though she was like, even look at our family, like uncle 
so and so, uncle so and so, they're all with light skinned women. And then the mum was like, Yeah, but what about and she was like, Yeah, but mum, like the majority of the <laughs> yeah. family You're literally having to say what about this one yeah. one individual. And it was sad. That is sad. And I think like oh, I lost my point. I was gonna say something to do oh, you said about her being chubby. Mm. Um, oh, I always think there's like different perceptions of beauty depending on who. Obviously, beauty is literally in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, literally. Um, but like, I find that adults, it's really weird, adults, I'm getting personal now, but, <laughs> like adults, so like friends of my mum and stuff, mm. would always say like how pretty I am. Like, mm. even when I was younger, mm-hmm. when I was little, especially because I had long eyelashes. <laughs> yeah, you um, were so cute when you, I mean, you're still <laughs> cute now, you. but like, honestly, your baby pictures are the cutest. Thank you. Not as cute as mine, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you are quite a cute baby as well. I think we were on par. <laughs> yeah, we are. Um, we'll show you guys one day. Um, and yeah, I find that like adults would be like, oh my God, like Libby's so beautiful she's so pretty and I'd be mm. like thanks but their idea of beauty is very different to boys kind of beauty oh. so as much as I was getting those compliments from like aunties and that mm. to the average boy I don't think I was the painting in school no I don't so think true. I know I wasn't That's so, but, I so it, like it's kind well. of interesting how they perceive beauty mm. um not that that was necessarily anything to do with my complexion mm. um i think it did have something to do with it though especially because i feel like we are of the time of the lighty yeah like <laughs> yeah. of, of, of where, peng lighties yeah like of peng, the, peng, the first round right. of the word peng yeah like when it first yeah, yeah literally like a peng light i'm sure there were probably girls whose bebo names was peng lighty 101 I'm, I'm screaming i'm sure of it <laughs> but i think we because at the time when we were in secondary school especially i feel like we would probably be classed as dark skin because yeah, yeah. anything darker than um probably mark's color yeah, yeah was dark skin we'll get you a photo we'll tag yeah you. yeah <laughs> you'll hear more from mark soon um yeah like so any anything darker than that was almost undesirable because yeah, you weren't yeah. a lighty yeah um and that that made me feel like shit you know of course up until probably uni yeah when i started getting attention because of my blackness yeah, and how beautiful say, my yeah. blackness is, yeah. I was really insecure about it. Yeah, not, never to the point, thankfully, where like I felt like I wanted to bleach or yeah, um, yeah. do anything crazy with my skin, but it was always like a, an awareness that my skin is darker than what is perceived as attractive. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's weird because like, and that, I think that's what then separates it from some people saying that like light-skinned people's experience of whether they're black or mixed or however they identify mm. are very different to um, black people's and then when when black men are like well I do date black women mm. and they're light skin that's I think it's stuff like this where it stems from because they're when when men say that they're being a bit crafty because when they're looking at the woman mm. they're not thinking this is a black woman she just happens to be light skin they're attracted to her because she is light skin yeah not because of blackness because at the moment where they meet her they don't know whether she's mm. saying that she's mixed or black or yeah. wherever and frankly i um, don't think they care yeah <laughs> don't want to be reductive but i don't feel like they care <laughs> um and i think like you know it's it's strange talking about this because like i obviously have like friends that are mixed and like I've, it's weird i've never really had the conversation with them whether they would describe themselves as black okay. in my head i've always said they're mixed yeah. and actually the idea that we would refer to mixed race people as black is still very new to me. I'm still getting my head around really? it. Like okay. I've I've in my head I've always seen it like, well, why would they be denying their white side? Mm. Because they're just as much white as they are black. Okay. And that's how I've always seen it. Yeah. Um but now when I've seen like influencers or celebrities talking about them being mixed and referring to themselves as black, mm. I'm like, 
wow, this this is literally completely new to me. Do you understand why some yeah, people and do so that yeah, thing? now I am understanding that obviously to like they would to to the white majority mm. they would never be considered as mixed. They yeah. would always be seen as black, black yeah. and their experiences will be different because they are not white. Mm. But then I feel like they're and I know there's you know there's there's such a range of experiences anyway within the black community. But then I, I don't know, I kind of feel like there's still a huge difference. Like, although they're so far from being white, mm. they're then so far from the experience of those that are darker skinned than them. Yeah, true. Um, which is why then I think, yeah, they're mixed. Mm. Because you're not, it's, it's not the same. Mm. Um, but I, th- and go on. sorry, I was going to say, and in a position where maybe it was a girl band and there were four black girls mm. and two of them that were mixed, they would probably be the mixed race girls in the group. Mm. I don't know that they'd be like that girl band is four black girls. Mm, that is true. I think it I depends think on who's perce- describing yeah, it. Yeah, it does. It does. Because I think when it comes to like the black community, I feel like we're more like, yeah, she's black. Like yeah, if yeah. you're mixed, you're black. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't think it's, it's, I feel like the reason has become a bit more political now. Yeah, yeah. It's like, because the way society sees you, it's all right. You can, we, we'll class you as black and yeah, we will yeah. protect you as if you are. Yeah, yeah. Not to say that we wouldn't protect anyone else, but yeah, just yeah. thinking about how we, how we look out for each other. Um, but then I think when it comes to maybe the news or media mm-hmm. or reporting, it they will there might probably be that divide between yeah. like the actual, the fully black members and then yeah, the mixed yeah. race members. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't necessarily feel like mixed race people are given the space to define how they see yeah. themselves racially yeah. because it's it's assumed that yeah. they are either, you know, they've rejected their black side and yeah, they, yeah. they see themselves as only mixed and don't like their black dad or whatever yeah, it might be. Yeah. Or that you know they're blackety black and they've denied their white <laughs> side. I don't feel like there's like a middle ground, yeah, which yeah. is problematic because we can't be defining people's experience for yeah, them. A hundred percent. But I think in in a situation like even thinking about the media in this band, this hypothetical band we're talking yeah, about, yeah. where it's like four four black women, mm-hmm. do you feel like? Because you know how the media stay. They'll mm-hmm. present the person who's like the most attractive or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And you kind of mentioned something um, when we were speaking before about. Um, body image, yeah. colorism, yeah. like, and how that interacts. So do you want to speak on that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, so, like, I I think that when it comes to, like, darker-skinned women, the only time that a dark-skinned woman is seen as, like, a baddie, mm. quote-unquote, <laughs> baddie. Baddie <laughs> is when she's tall mm. and slim and near enough flawless in mm-hmm. terms of what society perceives as flawless. So, like... Um, what like a clear skin complexion mm. um like not having spots or blemishes even skin tone mm. and she's like five foot eleven mm. and she has uh i mean i don't really use the word skinny but she has a like what people perceive as a skinny body mm. um so almost like model like or black barbie mm-hmm. i feel like that's when dark skin girls are seen as oh my gosh this black queen da, 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 da. Yeah. um and then all the other um say like light women that are lighter than, so maybe our complexion, mm. would have to be like this, quote unquote again, thickums, mm. insta yeah, yeah, slim thick. Mm. Um, because then we we would be seen as like, oh, she's got no boobs or she's got a flatty belly or mm. whatever, do you know what I mean? Like I feel like dark skin girls have to literally be near perfect yeah. to be deemed attractive. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of us black girls, it's just like, you got to fit into some sort yeah. of box. You have to yeah. be an insta baddie mm-hmm. with the slim, thick body, mm-hmm. or it's not really it. Yeah. And then, like in terms of light skinned women um, and mixed women, I feel like 
there's not really the same rules. Yeah. Um, As I think because there's almost like a, a presumed beauty. When you hear someone's yeah. mixed, they're like, oh, she's going to be beautiful yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And like, you know, I think all women are beautiful in yeah, terms yeah. of like having their own like features. But to, to think that someone is going to be beautiful because they're mixed race, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that that is a very problematic idea to absolutely, have. Absolutely. But even when we think about so I know, like the um, oh, go on. Sorry, one more, one more thing. The the black woman mm-hmm. needs to have like hair down her back. Right. So either like long relaxed hair, weave a wig. I feel like even that the tall, Ooh, dark skin, skinny prototype. Yeah. If she had short, four C hair. Okay. It's not, and I'm talking about more what society would see as pretty. Yeah. Um, as opposed to like the modeling industry, because I feel like there are a few models yeah, like yeah. tall, dark skin that have really short. And I, but hair. I feel like even that they've worked on like that's a look. That's true. Like, that's like, oh, look at that African queen. Look. She's like, nothing. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Yeah. Like, it has to be, it has to be a bit different. Mm. And then, oh, yeah, we like her. Or she has to have, like, long, beautiful hair. Mm. And then we like her. But there's just no, I feel like there's no room for black girls to just, like, be average mm. and still be considered beautiful. Yeah, that's really um, true. Whereas I think other races are afforded that privilege where they can be and it's not that I'm judging girls in that way, like, oh, you're pretty, you're not. But mm. I feel like other other women have the privilege to be average looking, mm. um, not necessarily have striking features mm. and still get attention. Whereas with us black girls, I feel like the standards are so high mm. to be deemed attractive within society. That's interesting because I think I disagree with you. Oh, go on. I think all races have a pressure to look a certain way. Yeah. And there is that... Um, backlash or there's that kind of thing like oh no you can't really be mediocre because although there are some people who would be in the limelight Mm -hmm. like who aren't black let's say for example that we're just like "Mm, i wouldn't think she's pretty there's still something that they're living up to so whether it's like she's got big boobs or she's got like fuller lips like if we're talking about white women fuller lips big boobs or um bouncy hair like there's got to be something that they feed into but because it's not those aren't things that we see as important in the black community. That's we true. might think that she's mediocre looking, but then for they're white people, they're like, oh my like gosh, yeah. A white ideal. Exactly. Okay, I yeah. think it's, it's very different when it comes to white men mm-hmm. or just like men in general. I yeah, feel like yeah. for men to be um, successful in media, I don't feel like they have to look great. No. Um, whereas women, there's that expectation to upkeep yeah, themselves yeah. Yeah. in order to, to like bring good attention onto that media house or whatever it might yeah, be. 100%. And then if they're not if they're not like traditionally attractive, mm. their personality has to be like A1. Yeah, they have to be really funny. They have to be really dramatic, really giving something else for people to view them as interesting. Mm. Otherwise it's like, who, what have they got going for them? Yeah, that's Can so I true. Can ask you a question? Mm. So in saying, so Olivia, you gave like that whole like almost stereotype mm-hmm. of how a black woman has to look to be pretty. Yeah, yeah. But if we look at media, like when we were growing up, what is, even the variety of a black female that is attractive because i don't feel like there was much if any so do you think it starts there or um as in like what do you mean as in like what what influences how the population perceives black women to be attractive okay um i don't know that's quite a hard one i think instagram has had a big impact um because apart from june sarpong and um who's june sarpong she's uh she was a 
wait, presenter, TV presenter on. Oh yes, 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 yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. June Sarfong and Trisha. Yeah. Those like the oh, Trisha Goddard. Oh, I love Trisha. Yes. And Charlene White, who's the news presenter on yeah. ITV. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out her. Shout out I that's really the only black woman I remember seeing. Mm. Um, and so I think now that Instagram has kind of played a big part mm. in how we perceive beauty mm. and because there's been a certain body type that's been like praised within the media and stuff so much, mm. it's just seen like, well, this is what we expect you to look like. Mm. And if you don't, well then what what can we do for you? Like yeah. what do you So yeah, I think Instagram and social media. Mm. I also think that's mixed in with people's ideals of what beauty is. I mean yeah, music, yeah. like and I know I was joking about it last week, but like honestly in music, the amount of songs that say like my light skin, exotic, mm. my lighty, my mixed gut, like, that's gonna have people thinking that's the only thing that's attractive. Yeah. Like, so if you don't fit into that category, if you're a woman and you don't fit in that category, you're gonna think, okay, I'm not the ideal. Cause mm. no well, even sing- when they speak about body types. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I can't think about any lyrics now, but you know there are lyrics where he's describing like a small waist or a yeah, big yeah. bum and like a, a proportion that most of us don't have <laughs> and this is what i was saying to you the other day i feel like most most black women if we're going to use us as, as an example don't fit into these very very small boxes yeah, that yeah. are set for us so it's almost like when a woman does fit into those boxes it's just like wait it must be fake yeah because it's so unobtainable <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. if a woman can fit if a woman can have if she's five five brown eyes long eyelashes <laughs> clear skin yeah, yeah. and she's got a small waist big bum big boobs mm-hmm. it's like whoa must be surgery otherwise yeah, yeah everyone's going to want to wife her because she's the only one who fits into that box yeah. and all of us are trying to get into that box. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, what would I say I'm trying to get into it? If I'm going to be honest, mm-hmm. sometimes I want to be in that box. Mm-hmm. But other times I'm just like, I'm not, that's not how I'm built. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be yeah. in that box. So we're, we're almost like being put, like held to these standards yeah. that are not even uh, realistic. Yeah, unobtainable. And yeah. I think, even from, if I think about me, I... Like, when I was really young, so say, like, in secondary school, I wanted to be quote-unquote skinny mm. because I feel like everyone just wanted to be... We weren't thinking about curves and stuff. Yeah. Because I've had curves since I was damn born. <laughs> Thank you, Mum. No, why did I see um, you coming out the womb with, like... You know, the, the, in the, the Insta buddy... <laughs> <laughs> the Insta buddy pose with the hip coming Listen, out. <laughs> I tell everyone I was born a C cup. So it's a joke. No, for real. Um, on, like, honestly. <laughs> um, so having having my body mature, so to speak, at a young age, mm. made me feel like this ain't it. This is for adults. Like, I don't want this. Right. So I feel like in school it was like wanting to be skinny, mm. having a flat stomach, whatever else came with being skinny, mm-hmm. and then college times I think it was okay, and then uni it was again. Being slim, but I do think as well there was a time where I, I wanted to be like, not not a mad proportion of slim thick, mm. but I did like the fact that my stomach was smaller and my hips were a bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, we've spoken about having, like not having traditionally black girl big bums. Yeah. Um, and I, I have before wanted a big bum. Mm-hmm. And now that my bum has grown from sitting on my asshole <laughs> during quarantine, yeah. I'm gassed. Like I say to everyone, like, and if my bum's grown, like I, li- right. I want to show everyone. Yeah. So, but don't you think? Because for me personally, I think when we were in secondary school, mm-hmm. I guess all the way up to probably now, mm-hmm. there was this idea of wanting to be skinny, but it wasn't slim or skinny in the sense of '90s slim skinny. Okay, you know yeah. when girls would want would want to be like super super slim. Yeah, yeah. 
almost like because like the Kate Mosses and, and everything, yeah, like yeah, everyone yeah. was just like was aspiring to be super skinny. Yeah. I feel like for us, mm -hmm. there was the idea that we wanted to be slim, but there was always that like slim, but make it black. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so yeah. it's never like size six, size four. Yeah, yeah. Our slim was size eight, ten. Yeah, slim, but don't don't be so slim that you're being called a skeleton. Or, right. or now, now you're not, you're not, we're not perceived as pretty in the face and then we've got no body. Yeah, like we've got exactly. so slim, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it is so hard in that. And it changes so quickly. Yeah, exactly. And so perhaps we don't face the like pressure, um, what was I going to say? That maybe a dark skinned girl might feel like she faces in mm. terms of its complexion and body. Yeah, um, that's a good point. But then I almost feel like in a weird way, because we are in this middle stage, it's like, well, to someone, they could call us a browning or they mm. could call us, like, like I've had someone call me like, caramel complexion i said don't ever do that please wow. like i said to him was this during winter because <laughs> listen in winter live gets a bit light i'm a different person so it could, if it was in you. winter i wouldn't be um like, maybe no it's like, like consistently throughout the year and i've wow. said to him like don't i don't actually like that like don't yeah don't do that i don't like being compared to like food, food. like one of my ex things used to be like oh like chocolate like I just want a chocolate, chocolate da, 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 like brown, da, 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 da. and I was just like, at first I thought it was cute because I thought it was a, like a, maybe a one-off, yeah, yeah. but then it kept happening and I was just like, am I being exoticized by another black woman? Like I was just very, very yeah, confused yeah, yeah. and like, it made me feel a bit weird, but I think it's because no one's ever done that to me yeah, before yeah, yeah. and I was like, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like but that. But then I didn't feel like brave enough to say that I didn't like it. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure why. Because it was, I guess because it was seen as a, compliment you yeah like her. i didn't want to make her feel like oh you're not like making me feel beautiful yeah, like because yeah. she, she to she her was. she was yeah, yeah, yeah she just but she's just using food like <laughs> yeah I, that's so weird i used to think that the food thing was like cute mm. and now i'm like actually no i think it's kind of weird and actually seeing white people in the media that are in interracial couples mm. sometimes say like oh my chocolate that makes me it actually makes me want to do a backflip. <laughs> so when I saw that, and then I thought that was problematic. I was or like, hashtag swell. <laughs> when I see hashtag swell, I want to Remember vomit. Remember you taught me that one? Because I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, I, didn't, I didn't know. Um, what does that mean? So it's like the idea of, I guess think about it like ice cream, chocolate ice cream, vanilla ice cream, and you swirl it. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like black and white. Yeah, yeah. Nah, bro, um, that's weird. Yeah, like now I think, yeah, it wasn't until I saw a white person do it to their black significant other mm. and I found it problematic. I was like, actually, maybe this is just weird. Yeah. And then I think as well, like, even in the wording that we think about, like, I know they're describing complexion, but caramel and dark chocolate, like, mm. who really likes dark chocolate? Unless I love vegan? dark chocolate. Okay, apart from DJ, who, <laughs> like, dark chocolate is not really seen as, like, yeah it's, it's dark chocolate yeah. it's not even just chocolate it's dark chocolate yeah. and then you've got caramel and ugh, i can't think of what the toffee song. drake says reese's pieces mm. like it's i think it's drake like they're they're all things that i've seen as like tasty, tasty and nice yeah. but then it's dark chocolate mm. and that's what i mean like even in the songs it's my lighty my browning and then it's darky that yeah. doesn't even sound nice that's, like yeah. but because we hear it so rare they think fuck well if we're gonna say lighty let's just add on darky so i don't get cancelled mm. but i don't even think they really care mm. i think sometimes they just think oh, hashtag balance do you know right. what i mean um interesting so yeah because I, I almost think like it's, it's fashion for like... It's so fashion. For rappers and... If I open my mouth, Musicians, open your mouth. I'll open it. Go on, carry on. Carry I on. feel like it's almost fashion for, for guys to um, to like 
lighter skinned women. Whereas in reality, they might leave the studio and be calling their chocolate darling. Mm. I just Literally. did what I hate. But, but, <laughs> but calling like a darker skinned woman yeah, like yeah. and that they're in a relationship with or that they're dating. Yeah. But they're in the booth talking about lighty with the brownie. D- can you imagine? Touching their headphones like lighty. <laughs> MCM could never. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But no, 100%. I actually think, and I know, I know um, men do get defensive about it. Mm. And like, as anyone would when they when they realise that something that they've been thinking is perhaps it's problematic. Yeah, it's problematic and it's to do with like society and stuff mm-hmm. rather than a choice that they think they intentionally made. Mm. Um, but I think there is kind of this ideal that like excuse me, that um, black men or, or rappers I suppose feel mm-hmm. that like when they've made it, they like have a car, mm-hmm. have a house have all these nice things and they have a light-skinned woman on their arm. Yeah. It's kind of shifted more to even now a kind of racially ambiguous. Mm. Um, where is she from? Is she Arab? Is she Greek? Mediterranean? What is it? Does she have black in her? Like what? Mm. That kind of look is also hashtag trendy. Mm. Um, but I think, I know ZZ Mills has spoken about, shout out her, has spoken about this so much and is then seen as the angry black woman. Yeah. And it's all the bitter black woman and it's like, well, this is just facts. Yeah. This is just exactly what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. If there were more rappers, I mean, it's not to say that rappers don't have black girlfriends or darker skin girlfriends, but where are they? Where mm. are the ones? Like, J5 is a music producer. He has a beautiful black girlfriend. Mm. And again, like, I want to point out, I have no issue with, just disclaimer, I have no issue with interracial. Interracial. <laughs> Love that. Um, interracial relationships. Um, but there's an element of, why we always left on the shelf. Yeah. Um, and almost like a lack of recognition that that is problematic. Mm-hmm. Like we're not saying date who you want to date. Absolutely. We want everyone to be happy. Everyone mm-hmm. deserves to be happy. But when you're not acknowledging where these ideas of beauty or where yeah, these yeah. perceptions of preference come from, mm-hmm. you need we need to do some work. Yeah. And I feel like black women are the first ones to be like, look, sit down. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about yeah, let's yeah. talk about how you're feeling and yeah. where you got these preferences and from. Like, and then we're bitter. And then they're like, this is exactly why I don't want to date you. Yeah. And but but the, but the thing is, we are known for carrying people for mm-hmm. nurturing mm-hmm. stuff out of people so mm-hmm. if it means that I have to sit down and tell you about yourself mm-hmm. or sit down and ask you to deconstruct the ideas yeah. that you have of beauty so that we can make sure that yeah you can date the woman who's not dark skin or whatever yeah, whoever yeah. whatever your yeah. preference is but you're doing it from a place of um, you you loving that person as opposed to not doing it with a black woman because she is yeah, yeah, loud yeah. she is aggressive she yeah, is yeah, ratchet yeah. She, do you know what I mean yeah. all of these things so I think that there's levels to this, man. Yeah. And I also think that even with you kind of using those stereotypical descriptors, even within dating, the standards are so different for women. Like mm. the same volume of noise that a black woman is given in a lat- Latino woman, that's exotic, is yeah, passionate. That's so like the true. black girl is ratchet, she's angry. Mm. Or even like, um, I know, um, what's his name? 50 Cent said this ages ago when he was talking to... Um, Little Wayne mm. was it 50 Cent that sounds like it would be a really problematic conversation yeah it was he, he was just being so problematic talking about like oh like just basically degrading black women mm. and that's the other thing when it comes to preferences in uh, quotation marks is that like oh shit I keep losing my point today um <laughs> Was it like that it's, it's a preference at the expense of, of another yeah, woman? Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. So, yeah, it's like... Just how much we know each other. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's not just like, oh, this is what I like. It's This is what I like because I don't like mm-hmm. black women. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where it's problematic. Yeah. I don't... I if don't, you have to say because or but... because you know there's I mean? some, yeah, Like, yeah. you can just... That's 
a preference doesn't mean you hate the other thing. Mm-hmm. It just means you prefer one thing. Mm-hmm. But there, it's always the men saying, it's just my preference, are mm-hmm. the ones that actually hate the black women. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like men that date outside their race, mm-hmm. that just fell in love with a white woman, just fell like... They never say, it's my preference. They're mm. like, this is just my girlfriend. Yeah, this is just yeah, who I love. Yeah. Which is fine. Mm. But it's the ones that are secretly saying to their girlfriend, like, making comments about black women. Mm. like, Or the ones that will walk past you and, like, bring their girl closer and just yeah. look you in the eye and, like, give you a snide look. I hate when people do that. Like, And by the way, guys, this is a real thing. This is not us making yeah. up. Like, this, this is it common. Happens, like, yeah. but, but the thing is, it's just, like, who you date, like, you... You're assuming that I'm bothered by it. Yeah. And that bothers me. Yeah. So now I'm bothered. Now, I'm bo- uh, now we're both bothered. Because say. you can see in my eyes that you know that you think that I'm bothered. So now yeah, I'm bothered yeah. that you think I'm bothered. Yeah, yeah. So now we're going to be bothered together. Yeah. And now you've walked off <laughs> and I can't even squared. have... You know, <laughs> we're bothered. Square. <laughs> now we can't even have a meaningful conversation because yeah. you've assumed that I'm bothered. Yeah. And I hope that makes sense. Yeah. But I, I think it is a cycle. It's like, how do we break that cycle yeah. of preference, colorism, problematic stuff? Yeah. Like, it, it's one that we do need to break yeah, soon. Yeah, it needs deconstruction, definitely. Yeah, but I think to to all our beautiful women listening, yes, please, like, we're going to do the affirmation cards in a second, but please, like, make sure every day you wake up, like, look in the mirror and tell yourself that you're beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. find something about yourself that you love and don't let anyone else tell you that, yeah, that something that you've decided is mm-hmm. beautiful isn't beautiful. Yeah, and also, like, Say that to your younger sisters, your younger cousins, like yeah. the little women in our lives. Oh, little women. <laughs> That's so They cute. need to know that they are beautiful from early mm. because soon they're going to get to a place where they realise, and it, it's not going to take long, maybe by the time they're six, seven, yeah. they're going to get to a point where they realise that what they're seeing on the outside, those people aren't telling them they're beautiful. Yeah. In fact, they're telling them that they're not beautiful. They're not attractive. They're not desirable. Yeah. Um, and then that's it's downhill from there. Mm. So if that's imprinted in them from young mm. and they know they are beautiful and they are black and beautiful and mm-hmm. their hair is beautiful and, you know, that's when I think they will start to feel it within themselves. So when they are met with criticism or not being upheld in the media, they can be like, oh, well, that's weird. Cause, yeah. I mean, I think I'm pretty. Yeah, <laughs> so, I know I'm pretty. I've been yeah. told since I was Yeah, not even two. think you're right. No, yeah. I'm pretty. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Because even my one of my younger cousins, her first word was gorgeous. <gasps> And she'd be like, gorgeous. <laughs> and now she's about to turn 15. And she's, I mean, she's always been beautiful, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, she's gorgeous and yeah. she knows it. And I love that for her. Yeah, like, I yeah. lo- and she's dark skin as well. She's yeah. gorgeous. She's got gorgeous she skin. Gorgeous. Like, honey, your first word was gorgeous. So you can't ever let anyone yeah. tell you that you're yeah. not. Like, ever. Literally affirming yourself from yeah. zero. From zero. Love it. Okay, great. So, um, oh my gosh, we both, we both got bonus cards today. That's yes. exciting. And yes. um, so I'm going to pull a card from the um, Love and Relationships Affirmation deck. Mm-hmm. My card is cleansing. It says, feeling bogged down by the weight of a thousand thoughts, feelings, boxes of mystery objects lurking in your closet. Mm-hmm. Consider this a prescription to clean house, mentally, physically, literally, figuratively, and anything else that applies adverbally. It's hard to make room for new connections and experiences when every bit of your emotional space is cluttered by psychic bric-a-brac. Mm-hmm. So enjoy a major guilt-free flush out. And not to worry, you can always find new psychic bric-a-brac in the metaphorical clutter section of Craigslist. <laughs> love that. I love that. Um, okay, so my one bonus card as well. It is strength. You are hereby declared a strong, resilient warrior of heroic proportions. Yes. Enjoy your battles, whatever they are, because you're guaranteed to come through them stronger, brighter, and more compassionate. And based on what I know of mythology, probably with great hair and a six-pack. Yeah. I feel like I've had this one. Yeah, you have had the, but I love that one. Yeah, I do. I love that one. 
Amazing. Well, thank you so much for rocking with us today. I feel like we went through a lot of thoughts. We did. But do you know what? It's one of them things that when it just comes to you, then you just because there's a lot it. to talk about on this topic. Yeah. So we'll definitely pick it up at some point in the yeah. future. 100%. I'm sure it will come up. Um, but let us know your thoughts yeah. um, using the hashtag as always. Hashtag the Rebound Pod to continue Jeez. the conversation. Where can they find us on the socials, Liv? You can find us on the Rebound Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can hashtag the Rebound Pod to continue the conversation. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Olivia Kalita and DJ on Khalija underscore Rose. That's right. And we'll catch you on the next one. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.